to the Botcast Podcast. My name is Don. And I'm Scott. And according to the SD card, we have one hour and two minutes. Okay, to so get this one. You gotta get a little closer though, or else it's gonna. So we will not be going over an hour and two minutes. Right. Or if we will, we won't be going over an hour and two minutes. Exactly. So if we cut off out of nowhere, that means we went over an hour and two minutes. <laughs> like this episode's stupid. They just stopped talking. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm trying to figure out the best way to get that closer to here. Yeah. You sure, all right? So we're actually at my house. Um, we don't normally do this at my house. I think we've done like one or two others. Mm-hmm. But uh, you may, one, hear loud noises. Those are called children. Um, two, we only have an hour and two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Three, uh, my wife will be returning from the store, which will start its own cacophony of noise. Four, I have a six and a half year old who doesn't know how to knock. Um, he just walk- Well, he'll knock if you knock, but then he'll just barge right in. Okay. Um, and five, Scott, you're kind of, I mean, if you want, you could probably hold the mic closer or something like okay. it shouldn't, well, it doesn't make a lot of noise, but it should be all right. All do right, you want, well, do you want me to get one of the stands for you? No, nah, I'm cool. Right. Make okay. I mean, I want you to be like, I, I, if you, I, you know, I gotta, let's see if I move it this way, you probably put that on your lap or something. It's a lap desk. Um, uh, you don't have to, I'm right, just saying well, if you want to try that. Like in case. Yeah. Cause I have my cell phone right here that has my notes. So I'm uh, like, oh. yeah, yeah to, so I'm trying to. <laughs> So impromptu. Yeah, trying to figure out how to. Yep. Yeah, we'll figure so it we'll, out. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I might not be able to move my neck tomorrow, but that's that's a different story. That's tomorrow. That's what I say. If you want to um, sit a different way or something, no. do you want me to grab a chair? No, I'm good. Bar stool. Doesn't the Bible just say worry about today? And, uh, I mean, it is today. Yeah, that that's what we're worried about. <laughs> well, no, it's tomorrow's neck injury. So, one thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, one yeah. thing I'm also noticing is it's more echoey in the study. Oh. We're, we're in my study where I do work from home. Because, you know, it's two and a half years later, mm-hmm. and I still work from home. But I go in to work next week. We're going to party. Oh, are so you really? Uh, our president and CEO uh, wanted us to still come in and just to see each other face-to-face. It's been a while. And do some stuff. So my boss was like, well, hey, let's make it worth it. And so he got like FC Cincinnati, which is a soccer football tickets. And I don't know anything about soccer except for I've watched all my kids play, and only one of them play well. Um, so uh, I think it'd be fun. I'll go to a free soccer game. Those oh. things are like like football game price tickets. Like they're pretty expensive. So I would say a partido de football es mañana or no no es mañana. Uh, so not tomorrow. No. Uh, es semana. I don't know how to say next. Yeah, I don't know how to say next. Uh, semana. Uh, miércoles en uno semana in one week yeah okay. miércoles is Wednesday yeah get that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what about it alright I don't know how to say next week no yeah, I don't know how to say okay, next hold on Google Translate if it's something stupid that we know like acerca de <laughs> like I, I've been doing Spanish for like six years yeah you've got like a what 2,500 something day streak. I just ruined my 90 day streak. Oh, it is dumb. La próxima semana. Oh. I knew that. I did not know that. Um, What was funny is a couple days ago, uh, I have a 2,432 day streak. Oh, wow. Um, I divided it up and I had been doing it for six years in 66 days. <laughs> wow. I was like, no! Six. I just went revelation right there. Six, six, six. 
The Spanish of Man. This is an Old Testament podcast. Right? We're not allowed to address those numbers. <sighs> you have a little bug who's on your shoulder. I don't know what that is. A little silver. Probably got it from outside. Is he a tick? No. You can kill him. I don't care. That's good because he's dead and he's on your desk. That's a good place. I can get him off my finger. There you go. Yeah, die, insect. Yeah, dominion. Yeah, yeah, he was dead. His body was his body was just stuck oh, to my... Uh, oh. Yeah. We were walking through the woods before this too. So, Well, woods, bike yeah. trail, woods thing. So, so yeah. woods in the neighborhood. Yes. So, not really woods, but kind of woods. Woodsy. We we didn't go through the woods woods because one, it just rained like cats and dogs. And two, I went running through there not too long ago. And right now, this time of year, it is bugs. Oh. Like bug city. So we didn't, if we were sprayed up, I'd consider it. But okay. I felt like I ate more bugs than I ever have in my life running through there. Oh. So, so it's cough. nice. Do a lot of coughing then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> there we go. Took All right. My, that was my headphones hitting the flow. Um, so yeah, we're in Ezekiel 24, yeah, Ezekiel 24. We should like start the podcast with that. So when I'm trying to put these together, I know where we are. Oh yeah. We should, we should start like, yeah, so today we'll hit Ezekiel 24, but first the stuff you don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you like fast forward until after our like six hours of like la próxima de semana, (laughs) el partido de fútbol. Yeah, I'm just happy I got that. And El Mañana, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I got, I got El Mañana. Or El Mañana. Yeah, La Paxima Semana. La Fin de Semana is weekend. Mm-hmm, I got that one. Yeah, that, I just learned that semana. one the other day before I ruined my 90-day streak. I, uh, a, a few years ago, probably when I started the streak, I was in San Diego. I had an Uber driver. He had been in the, the States for like a month. Knew more Spanish than, or knew more English than I knew Spanish. And we had a, a pretty good conversation. I was trying out my Spanish, trying to see how well. He was like really patient, really cool with it or whatever. Um, this time I like, I've been doing it for like six years and I did not have the guts to try with my Uber driver. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, I just can't do it. I can't start it. I can't be like, I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the mode. So I'm kind of disappointed because I probably won't be in San Diego again for a year. Bummer. So. What I want to do is like, I was thinking about seeing if I could turn my like PlayStation or my like into like being able to find Spanish speaking right. um, players servers or yeah yeah um, and I haven't I haven't even really figured out how to do that yet uh oh um, that was my eight thirty alarm which that means the girls go to bed but that's during the school year I need to kind of switch uh, that yeah that's uh, they're outside throwing uh, poppets on the ground right uh. now so but they were. Yeah, there's my kid yelling in the background. <laughs> so there's probably ex, there's extra kids this podcast because yeah, I thought it was hey I'll bring my kids over and so it's, that means that everyone's much louder. Yeah, it's all my kids but one. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't good. have I don't know how to mute the iPad. So if my wife texts me to find out if we're done yet, we mm-hmm. might hear like a bleep. Okay. Like, so I've noticed that weird things make random noise, and my computer also will make a noise. So oh. it'll be interesting to see what happens. So we go. We'll have a lot of fun noises. This this one. It's the ecosystem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are all. St- like I remember when you were, like legit, and you you were all about Google and Android, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, somehow you went to this dark side. Long story short, I went through several Nexus versions of the phone. And they all kept breaking in different unique fashions. Mm-hmm. And I went to the T-Mobile store yeah. and I said, I don't want a Samsung, but I want something without 
I want Android, but without anything skinned. And he's like, well, what's up? You know, like I, I told him like what had been going on. And he was like, we don't get iPhones back. Well, we get them back, but it's always for the same reasons. Like they don't have random breakage. He's like, so try it. He's like, you get 14 days. And if like, you're like, I just can't get used to it. You just bring it back. And I was like, okay. And so I had it and I was like, eh, it's all right. It's limited. It doesn't do some of the stuff I wanted on Android, but I'm too lazy to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept it. And since that time, I this is my third iPhone because I had a seven that I sold to my mother-in-law. And with what I sold it to her for, I got an X. And then um, I got this for like 130 bucks bucks because i traded in my ex uh-huh that sounds funny i traded my ex Why, my ex <laughs> and uh they had like this like they gave me like 400 bucks for the phone then they gave me like a 250 dollar loyalty bonus or something like that wow and so like the total cost of the phone ended, ended up being like 137 dollars and i was like oh for a brand new iphone 12 wow 11 what it was i've had it for almost two years now okay so by the time you hear this podcast i've had it for almost three years now got it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i i it's funny because like my um the equipment plan processing thing is on like the last one and it's for like a penny wow so whatever okay <laughs> yeah so and, I, and then um i've had ipads for a long time it, this is my work computer that's a macbook pro with super guts it's insane what this thing has inside of it. Wow. And then uh, I got a MacBook Air that I was using for school, and I'm giving that to my wife because her new job said you can either get a computer from them or if you have your own, we just give you the office license. Oh, nice. And she was, like, she was on Chromebooks last year um, and hated them. And she's like, well, can I just use my MacBook Air? And I was like, yeah, just use that. So, And then I ordered a new MacBook Air. Um, not new, new, right? But it's like a 2019. Okay, that's, so. a, that's still newish. Yeah, I had some leftover graduate leftover. I had all my graduation money. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll just get that. And so um, I'm going to use that for home reasons completely. So somebody's home. So we might hear that in a minute. Um, Was that your doorknob? Yeah. And I also heard a buzz, which means I get all the notifications on my. Oh, okay. Oh, door. from the uh, the ring the ring or the. Ours is Yuffie. Your door, yeah, Roofie. Yuffie. Roofie? No, Roofie is our vacuum cleaner. Oh, okay. The Roomba Yuffie. Oh. That has an unfortunate nickname. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Roofie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have the door. You can pay for monitoring, but it also keeps everything local. Okay. And this... Uh, that's a hard drive. Oh, and I have two of them, and they back each other up. Okay. Thanks. So I get to keep all my video. Oh, okay. And um, once it, if that gets full, it warns me and says, we're going to start deleting stuff from this date to go forward. Okay. And uh, it was like three months before it started deleting. Oh, wow. So it saves like essentially three months worth of data. Okay. And I have two cameras. The doorbell camera says <clears throat> three cameras, a motion sensor in the garage, um, the lock, the fingerprint lock, because mm-hmm. it does... Guys, this is so stupid. How much time we got left? Um, it has it does fingerprint code, key, or Wi-Fi. Wow! So I can you well not Wi-Fi but like wire like app. Yeah. So okay. I can open it closer from my app. I can give I can give you a number and then it would tell me who logged in with that number. Oh wow! Um, and I can use fingerprints. My wife and I have our fingerprints, and then all the kids have a code. Okay. So okay, yeah. 
It's nice. Yeah. I, it. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we've got the Ring ecosystem. Um, and we pay, what, it's 100 bucks a year for professional monitoring. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, really I think, cheap, right? Yeah, yeah, it's dirt cheap. I mean, it's 10 bucks a month, or if you pay for a year, it's 100 bucks. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> here you go. Here's my 100 bucks. And, um, I mean, even our fire alarm went off the other day, and I was like, all right, it's like, they, they fire, fire. They, then, they had fire alarms for Google, not Eufy. Okay. I don't know if Eufy has them or not. Well, I, I I knew I had them. I bought them, and I never got the chance to hook them up. But apparently, they hooked themselves up. So oh, great. So <laughs> Ring called me. Goes, you know, your house is on fire. It's like, well, it's not. But you don't have to send a fire truck. I just I'm not good at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah. We like we like ours so far. The we got a Eufy vacuum cleaner, okay. like a Roomba, and like it's fine. Okay. It's just like either everyone's home and they can't go because people are tripping over it. Right. Or there's still a bunch of stuff you have to move out of its way. Okay. So it's like I can vacuum in 10 minutes or I could spend 30 minutes getting it ready to be vacuumed. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. 10 minutes real vacuum. I kind of want to move it upstairs mm-hmm. where one, we have more carpet into. Anyway, so Ezekiel 24. All right, Ezekiel um, 24. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently with, with the Ezekiel 24, um, this is going to be a drastic change in Ezekiel's ministry. Um, okay. Chapter 25 is going to start an intermission, and then we'll get back to um, the main story that is being communicated through Ezekiel, which ends with a little bit more positive note than where it starts. Indeed. So, huh? <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So chapter 24. Yeah. How far do you want to go? Um, five? Yay, nay? Well, like... Isn't six through eight kind of the interpretation? Yeah, so go through eight then? Yeah, go through eight. Okay, eight. All right. (laughs) Spoiler. In the ninth year, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, write down the name of this day, this very day. The king of Babylon has laid siege to Jerusalem this very day and utter a parable to oh and utter a parable to the rebellious house and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, set on the pot. Set on the pot, set it on. Pour, pour in water also. Put in the, put in it the pieces of meat. Well, I can't read today. That's fine. Put in it the pieces of meat, all the good pieces, the thigh and the shoulder. Fill it with the choice bones. Take the choicest one of the flock. Pile the logs under it. Boil it well. See the see the also its bones in it. Uh, therefore, thus says the Lord God: Woe to the bloody city, to the pot whose corrosion is in it, and whose corrosion has not gone out of it. Take out of it piece after piece without making any choice. For the blood she has shed in her midst, she put on her... On the bare rock. On the bare (laughs) rock. She did not pour it out on the ground to cover it with dust, to rouse my wrath, to take vengeance... I have set on the bare rock and the blood she has shed that it may not be covered. Should I just finish it? Uh, yeah, sure. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, woe to the bloody city. I also will make the pile great. Heap on the logs, kindle the file, boil the meat well, mix in the spices and let the bones be burned up. Then set it empty upon the coals that it may become hot and its copper may burn, that its uncleanliness may be melted in it, its corrosion consumed. She has wearied herself with toil, its abundant 
corrosion does not go out of it into the fire with its corrosion on account of your unclean lewdness because I have cleansed you and you were not cleansed with your uncleanliness. You shall not be cleansed any more till I have satisfied my fury upon you. I am the Lord. I have spoken. It shall come to pass. I will do it. I will not go back. I will not spare. I will not relent according to your ways and your deeds. You will be judged, declares the Lord God. There you go. Ooh, sorry about that rough reading. No, that's all right. Um, <clears throat> it's reading a lot is hard for me, period. Yeah, well, I'm so. kind of doing it. I've got like a smaller Bible here and like I'm kind of doing uh, it at an angle. You need to get an iPad. And I'm going, wait, what line was I on? I was like, okay. I'm telling you, man, grab your wife's iPad. She ain't using it. That's true. She really isn't. Put, put the Logos app. You own it. Oh, that's true. Get and then the, just kind of go with Okay. Yeah, get the, I'll send you the time. ESV journaling app that I have. I okay. mean, totally will pay for it. Okay. And use her Apple Pencil to do your highlights and underlines. Uh, That's what I do. It's well, great. She, she's trying to get one from work anyway. So like... Well, her iPad... It's iPad Pro. It's an old one, right? Like yeah, a first gen? 10 inch. Mm-hmm. It's time for her to give it to you. Yeah, I agree. What's her number? I'll text her. <laughs> <laughs> so, say it right in the microphone. No. <laughs> it's... Fu- <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, we should use your cooking fiasco as the segue for this. Oh, yeah. That would have been perfect. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That would have been so um, awesome. So, Speaking of setting your kitchen on fire. <laughs> well, at first, just like my cooking adventure, it sounded like a good idea and that everything was going well until I got deeper into it and <laughs> found out. It's pretty... Pretty mean. Yes. I, I wouldn't say mean, but pretty blunt. So, um, according to both of my commentators, uh, essentially the first verse in the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month, it's approximately 588 or 589 BC. Actually, I shouldn't say approximately. They're saying December or January. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is essentially the start of what we read about in Daniel of King Nebuchadnezzar or King Nebi in Veggie Tales, mm-hmm. Lord, uh, is taking over. And, and, and if we really want to get precise, it's the 15th. Um, so <laughs> You always got to one-up me. <laughs> Ezekiel doesn't necessarily make us guess right. um, about what time period. Like, it's pretty clear. We know what's going on. Um, yeah. And, and this is... Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh. And then it says, Son of man, record this date, very this very date, because the king of Babylon has laid siege to Jerusalem this very day. So um, not only that, but God kind of tells them to record the date. Yeah, this is, a, this is an important date in Jerusalem's history. Um, this is the date that all those prophecies we've been discussing and talking about for the last... 23 chapters are coming true. So we're starting to see this actually uh, play out. So God's saying, this is going to come. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This judgment's going to come. This is going to happen. It, it's happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, again, yeah, you're pretty much 23 chapters of it's going to come. Yeah. Here it is. Um, and we're going to see that God is going to, yes, um, <laughs> That's my. Case. I like that. I think their shh was just as loud as there. <laughs> um, anyway, that was the kids. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, you probably didn't hear on the mic, but there was like, ah, and then a shh. Yeah, and the shh was just as loud <laughs> as that. Um, so, what, what, what else you got? Um, well, uh, just at the beginning, that's you know. Once again, it's the prophecy coming true. It's the the change in tone, like you said. It's kind of the you call it the intermission of the book. Uh, so 25th is like the inter- intermission. Oh, okay. So we're leading up to the f- end of the first act climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
the cooking pot, uh, I found interesting because I looked... I had some translation issues, so I looked up in the NIV, and I noticed that where I got six through eight from, mm-hmm. the NIV, I believe, it takes it all the way up. It has the stanza yeah. layout all the way up through eight, oh. and uh, the commentator calls it the cooking pot song. Oh, okay. So I kind of wish I would have had it ready, but I thought of the uh, Breath of the Wild when you cook meals, there's like this little... Uh, sound. I was like, man, if I had yeah. a sound effect and Nintendo didn't want to sue me for it, I would oh, still yeah. play it right now. It would be awesome. But it's it's he calls it the cooking pot song and says that it's very similar to um, many of the other like judgment songs. I was trying to scroll back through here to see the ones he compared it to, but I can't find it now. And it starts out kind of happy. Like it really does seem like a good idea. Set on it, put on the pieces of meat, all the good pieces, the thigh, the shoulder, and you're like. Oh, he yeah. said it's it's similar to the sword song which, okay. and the cup song. Oh, okay. So, yeah, from 23 and yeah. 21, respectively. So, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So, he's, you know, he's written three hits. Um, <laughs> they're, they're not the best. But, yeah, it was. I was wondering why the ESV broke it down and I couldn't find anything. They, they end the song uh, on five, even mm-hmm. though the NIV and the NASB carried on through eight. Okay, yeah, because I have it through five. And yeah. then... Yeah, I guess, though, it kind of continues. Well, there, thus says the Lord, where are the bloody city? Well, yeah, because it looks like it kind of continues. I can't. Yeah, because it wasn't the translation. I think I said it was the translation, but it's not the translation there. Okay. Um, the translation is obviously kind of kind of after it. Um, but because he's still describing the pot when you get down to six. Mm-hmm. So um, before I jump too far ahead, um, the things that you see in here that we're looking at is uh, he says in four, well, he says, set on the pot, set it on, pour in water also, and then put in the pieces of meat, all the good pieces, the thigh and the shoulder, fill it with the choice bones. Um, the word bones there is interesting because it's later translated uh, differently mm-hmm. because it's very close to uh, the word for fuel or wood, okay. like the wood you would use for a fire. Yeah. So uh, nobody's translating that, put in the choice fuel, but later it's just interesting that the words are so close to each other. Um, but the the good pieces there, the thigh, the shoulder, and the, the bones, the good bones are what make a good broth. Okay. Um, so you're looking at making like a really good stew or a really good soup out of this. Okay. Um, and the choice or sorry, the good pieces are symbolizing Israel. Um, You're taking the best parts of the animal to eat and putting them into the pot. So he's saying you're taking the best of the best. You're taking my people and putting them in there. When you kind of go there, there's my singing child. (laughs) Um, Take the choicest one of the flock, pile the logs under it and boil it well. Um, see also its bones in it so once again you're looking at like all the best of <clears throat> god's chosen people he, he's goes into six and stop me if you need to no keep going anything. um he says uh woe to the bloody city to the pot whose corrosion is in it so now we have i think the niv calls it the scum that is mm-hmm. still in it so you have the great good pieces of meat the bones to make the best broth, mixing with the corrosion and the junk, and you're not going to clean out that pot before you cook with it. Mm-hmm. And so, if the pot and the water is basically God's wrath, um, His wrath is going to be going into 
or sorry, his wrath is going to cook, quote unquote, the scum and the righteous, and there's not going to be any differentiation. So is that going to be then, is he saying that that's going to be the thing that's going to clean the pot then? Is that wrath? I didn't read that. What I read is that basically like... um, Or is it just until... There's no salvation for the good ones in this. Okay. It's all going to be boiled in his wrath, good and bad. Okay. Like everybody's going to suffer because of this. But we've kind of had that warning through most of Ezekiel anyway. Right. So, I mean, it's not like this is any new surprise that that this is going. But I guess we still have a, mm-hmm. a coming. So I guess the beginning part of 24 is still talking about the coming of God's wrath. And the second part of 24 is when we get into... The second part so weird and difficult to read. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and then I, I guess, because I found what 24... So I guess right there we see... And so Jerusalem is kind of the pot. It's kind of encrusted. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of talking about some of the slaughter, the innocent blood, the injustice, the oppression um, that's kind of been going on throughout the city. Um, then we get into 24-7. Um, and that was the... For the blood she has shed in her mist, she has put it on the bare rock. She did not pour it out on the ground to cover it with dust. Um, do, do you want to explain that a little bit? or So essentially, um, when you kill an animal to make it kosher, you have to drain it of all of its blood, and you're supposed to cover the blood with dirt on the ground to keep it from being that area from being unclean. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a kosher cooking prep. And what he's saying here is for the blood she has shed in her midst, she has put on the bare rock and did not cover it. So there's it's bloody meat, which is not kosher to cook. Um, So fun fact, you go to the supermarket, you buy a sirloin and you take it home and there's that red stuff. And you're like, oh, it's still bloody. Or you order a a rare or medium rare steak and people say it's bloody. Mm -hmm. It's actually not. What's in there is basically like the water mixing with other things that looks like blood. Oh. In the United States, you can't sell bloody meat because they wouldn't be able to sell it to people who eat kosher or hal- halal. Interesting. What's the Muslim? Halal? Halal? I don't know. It's basically the same idea. But they okay. wouldn't be able to eat it. So that's not blood. So essentially in America, we do kosher slaughter unless you get it from a you know a farm that you that doesn't know any better. Okay. Um, so what he's saying is that you've left the blood in the meat. You weren't clean. Your city's not clean. It's not fit to be consumed. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, basically, uh, Jerusalem spilling that blood out and leaving it on the rock, they're not doing anything to atone for their sin. They're just leaving it there for everybody to see. Okay. So they're not they're not even trying to cover up the fact that they're not kosher. Okay. They're just saying, look, whatever. And walk, yeah. You know, it's it's gross. Yeah, and I heard that it's like, it, it kind of shows that their, their sin is exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like, um, obviously for bloody animals, you're supposed to cover it with the soil. But now you're talking about human blood, which that, that should not even be an issue, right. um, which is kind of a big deal in itself. Um, the IVP said that yet the blood of the slain in Jerusalem is poured on the bare rock where it cannot soak into the ground and is left exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is plain, like blood spilled on bare rock, the guilt of Jerusalem is blatant, its defilement undeniable. Um, so just as Jerusalem's leaders had spilled the blood of others, their blood will now also be spilled, um, not exposed and, and blatant. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my commentator actually it was kind of cool that he uh, compared it to the story of Cain and Abel. Oh, um, where okay. the blood was spilled on the ground and he says your brother's blood is 
uh, crying up from the ground. Um, so once again, yeah, it's, you know, your sin is bare. It's visible. And it's for all to see. Like, okay. and God knows it. Yeah. It's, you can't hide it from him. And he didn't even try. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Um See, the cook turns up the heat until it melts and burns away all its impurities. We, I guess we can, that's kind of what they say in 9. Um, lewdness, the word rendered lewdness here is a priestly term for sexual depravity. Um, in Ezekiel 16 and 23, the word refers to Jerusalem's um, faithlessness to God through idolatry and foreign alliances. Um, we get that out of kind of the IVP. Um, talked a little bit about kind of why he used uh, lewdness. Um, I'm always a fan of kind of Chris Wright, and he kind of summarizes it in this way. He says, The message of the cooking pot then was unmistakable. Not only were the inhabitants of Jerusalem to be cast out for... Um, or cremated with no regard for rank or status. The city itself was so corrupt that the only fate that was now appropriate for it was the all-consuming meltdown of final destruction. And the fire has been lit, uh, said Ezekiel, this very day. The wood of Nebuchadnezzar's siege engines um, is ready being stacked around Jerusalem. Um, And we see that when it talks about uh, Babylon coming in and, and really kind of taking him out and then the date that was kind of given. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? No, I mean, there's, once again, like you said, and this is where I always have kind of a challenge reading the prophetic books anyway, is that it seems like we hear the same oh, thing yeah. over and over and over and over, oh, just yeah. with different tones or whatever. And this is, but I do find this to be an interesting turning point because it is a switch to, no, 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 it's not going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and I think that's where we're going to see kind of a change of tone in the book in general. Um, I won't spoil the intermission too much, <laughs> but we're going to see where, okay, this happens. You know, we might be like, oh, that's so unfair. You know, Israel, blah, blah, blah. This is finally, well, well yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of held to a higher standard, but right. they knew better. Um, but we're also going to find out in the intermission that Israel is not alone in, in, in God's wrath. Um, so we're going to kind of see see that in the intermission period, um, but then we're going to get back into um, God addressing Israel after the fact of the wrath. So we're going to start to see um, things change a little bit in the book from what we've been talking about, where the corruption of their sin, God's wrath is coming. Well, great, God's wrath now is here. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens next? Um, all right, so 15 through 27, or do you have anything else? Uh, no, you can go ahead. Okay. So we're going to switch gears a little bit, but not really. Um, just kind of a new story. Um, Excuse me. Kind of a sad one. All right. Kind of? Okay, very, 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 very sad. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, behold, I am about to take the delight of your eyes away from you at a stroke. Yet you shall not mourn or weep, nor shall your tears run down. Sigh, but not aloud. Make no mourning for the dead. Bind on your turban and put your shoes on your feet. Do not cover your lips, um, nor eat the bread of men. So I spoke to the people in the morning, and at the evening my wife died. And on the next morning I did as I was commanded. And for the, for the people said to me, Will you not tell us what these things mean for us, that you are acting, acting thus? Um, then I said to them, 
The word of the Lord came to me, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, behold, I will profane my sanctuary, the pride of your power, the delight of your eyes, and the yearning of your soul and your sons and your daughters, whom you left behind shall fall by the sword. And you shall do as I have done. You have, you shall not cover your lips, nor eat the bread of men. Your turban shall be on your heads and your shoes on your feet. You shall not mourn or weep, but you shall not you shall rot away in your iniquities and groan to one another. Thus shall Ezekiel be to you a sign. According to all that he has done, you shall do. When this comes, then you will know that I am the Lord God. As for you, son of man, surely on the day when I take from you or take from them their stronghold, their joy and their glory, the delight of their eyes, their soul's desire, and also their sons and daughters. On that day, a fugitive will come to you to report to you the news. On that day, your mouth will be open to the fugitive, and you shall speak and be no longer mute. You will be a sign to them, and they will know that I am the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that happened. It's... uh. Interesting, the uh, taken away at a stroke um, has a kind of an odd translation that means like a single blow from a plague. Oh. Kind of an interesting, um, also it's interesting, the root of that word could be completely speculative here, might be Megiddo. It's like Megapa. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Don't quote me on that. But it looks very similar Huh, that would be interesting. Because because they definitely address one blow, so it was, it was no warning. It was unexpected. Um, and obviously, dude just lost his wife, so right. like <laughs> that is not easy. And then for you to show no emotion and go on with life as normal, like yeah, I that would have had to been a Holy Spirit moment. <laughs> um, because that's great, God. You just told me to do that, but like show no emotion um, and that, that would have been rough and obviously the people noticed like I mean I'm assuming that people knew that he loved his wife and they noticed that, that he was so I mean so I mean they, they obviously knew something was up or they've just seen so many signs through what Ezekiel 1 through 23 that they're just <laughs> like alright dude what's going on now yeah um, so I mean this is a, a big deal yeah, I was trying to look up the, sorry, the word there. And basically, yeah, a blow from a plague or pestilence. Um, if referring to a battle, it would be a slaughter. Okay. I mean, this is awful. Wow. <laughs> so so that means technically then, I guess it wasn't even just a... It was used also to describe tumors on the Philistines in the Old Testament. So whatever happened was intense. Yeah. And pretty quick without warning. I mean, it's not like... Oh, my wife has this disease, and right. she might die. It's which is interesting because he basically the uh, his behavior of telling people not to mourn, et cetera, et cetera, is essentially to say you should have been expecting this. Mm-hmm. Like, so it is kind of like he gets like one day, you know, like to know about it. Yeah, and he's supposed to act like he's, you know, like how they've been given years. Mm-hmm. So, whew. But I mean, so so I wonder, and I, I'm not quite sure. I, I saw this, or it was ever specified within any any commentary, anything that I looked at. But I, I think I kind of took it um, as kind of one of those 
the devastating loss of him losing his wife um, might have been how they would have felt about losing something so close and precious. And and really, probably many of them still had family out there. So, like, Mm -hmm. they're still alive out here, but... If Jerusalem is under siege, being taken out, that means there's probably a lot of people that are going to die, and that mean might mean their daughters, their family, their um, their brothers or sisters, whoever is still left in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about yes, they lost Jerusalem, something very near and close to their heart, um, close to their identity, who they thought they were, right. um, but also their family in that same moment. So. Um, I'm sure many of them probably felt some of the same heartbreak that Ezekiel would have felt from his wife. But I mean, I, I guess if you're in exile, what what kind of mourning are you going to do? Or, or I, don't, I don't know. But. So, I mean, also if you're in exile and you saw like the destruction of like the temple. Yeah, um, that's true. And, you know, some of these these things, that, like you said, that like what Jerusalem took pride in and what they were known for. Mm-hmm. Um, that could also, you know, it's, you, you know, a lot of people took that to heart, especially if you were a New York resident during 9-11. The Twin oh, Towers yeah. were something that you saw on the skyline, and you knew. And to see those buildings destroyed, even if you didn't personally know any of the 3,000 in them, oh, yeah. that's still like an iconic thing that like, you know, something attacks your, your heartland there, something that you know, you know. So, yeah, even if you didn't know, it was just like, yeah. you know, how America reacted during that time would be probably be heightened in Israel's time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's also the case, even if we'll take your 9-11 story a little bit further too, where, you know, you knew that people died when, when, mm-hmm. when those fell or, or take even further, you knew someone right. um, or knew someone that knew someone, even if there was still like, as it gets closer, there's still that heart wrenching, right? deep, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up on an issue or struggle that, that is still still there that they're going on to with, with probably a much deeper level than a 9-11. Right. You too have COVID brain. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, oh, man. I feel like I, I'm uh, like, <laughs> well, I'm reading, I'm like, have I forgot how to read? And I might have. Like, I mean. It's, uh, been, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Read a lot. Or even just summer break. I'm like, okay. We're, we're going through, where's the book i think it's down oh uh gospel centered life with our community group oh nice and they make us all read out loud oh i hate it (laughs) great book great group don't make me do that (laughs) why did scott do that that's true i've been doing a lot of quiet reading but not not much out out loud reading hate reading out loud um anyway sorry yeah um i'm not quite sure he would have the heart-wrenching issues of reading out loud and the sound effects of screaming in the background. That's um, how he feels when he has to read out loud and what they were feeling yes, like yes, when they found yes. that Jerusalem was falling uh, to Babylon in the, January 15th. of The people that make the H4N Pro that we used to record into, mm-hmm. um, they make like a whole pod studio. Oh, yeah. And you can like like pre-record like we could put like the intro music yeah. so that it would be there and all this kind of stuff. I should really look at one of those. Um, we could put screams in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then God's judgment. <laughs> <laughs> See, we needed them earlier, 1 through 23. It might get... Right. I mean, we might be out of some of the screams by the time we get out later. Um, you talk, I'm looking that up. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's probably too expensive. Um, let's see. Um, I'll sell one of my children do, 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 for do, do, one. Do. So if you want to donate to this podcast and get us the podcast recorder... <laughs> Um, 
I'm, I'm looking to see if I've got anything. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm. No, you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'm looking for fun to... toys for us to play with. <laughs> um, so, how would they probably have responded? Um, probably with grief, um, mourning. Um, uh, one thing, okay, so I did actually find it interesting, and I didn't get to find a whole lot that went deep into it. Um, the head covering is translated as turban. Okay. And like, I don't think I ever really associated turban with Israel. Um, so I read a little bit. Um, essentially, they would like shave their heads and put a covering on it if a, if a spouse died. Yeah. And then they would shave their beards and cover their face, mustache, and below. Okay. Um, I saw, the word turban just was like really interesting to me because that was like, you know, something that we don't. Like I said, I associate that either with maybe like a little more like maybe Indian or maybe like some of the more different Arabic uh, nations, maybe maybe more a little more Palestinian. Yeah. But I know even that's not right. Just like kind of a generic Arabian. Yeah. It was weird to see that for some reason to me, it was just weird to see that for uh, Israel to to see the word turban. Maybe maybe I need to read my Bible. better. I don't know. Uh, 450 bucks. So if you guys want to donate to us, we'll make a better podcast. I promise. I'm so confused at first. It's like Sorry. turban, 450 yeah. bucks. Wow. But yeah, you uh, really did uh, some research. Yeah. 400, no, for the podcast thing that I was talking about. Um, cheap. You guys got this. Sponsor us with our Patreon or PayPal me. Yeah. You can be the first. I mean, I mean the. The best. Right. The best. Yes. <laughs> um, um, no, but I did think it was interesting that he was not supposed to do any of the morning rituals um including like such a drastic like there's nothing in scripture that commands you to do that mm-hmm. and while i know that's not the point behind it i do feel like it's interesting that god was like don't do any of that worldly sorrow hmm. stuff like in, in your morning like don't do anything extra i didn't that i didn't command on top of like don't show sadness right right um, all you're allowed to do is kind of groan to yourself, like, you know, and that's it. But yeah. it's, it's, it, I don't know. The whole thing is really hard for me to kind of grasp. I, w- I wonder. So my mind's like spinning with a bunch of ideas. Yeah. Cause I mean, I also wonder in there, there is no, I have no biblical backing or commentary backing or anything. Just wondering, I guess, thinking as you were, were talking. Um, I, I wonder if maybe they weren't allowed to mourn because it was due to their own sin. I, I don't know. Um, it, essentially, like a lot of the stuff that's described here is uh, like the tradition of like what the priests were supposed to do. Oh, okay. I'm looking at Leviticus here. Yeah, the only thing that says is that um, that's a weird call reference that was kind of out there basically even in death don't make yourself unclean unless it's your closest relative like your mother father son daughter brother spouse or sister who is near to him because she has no husband so yeah that that's kind of a weird reference within the commentary so forget i said any of that okay um but yeah essentially he's supposed to have like an un a socially unnatural response to the death okay yeah but it's like not a biblically unnatural, and he is a priest, but he's a prophet, so he gets to violate the social norms 
Because God said so. I was going to say, anytime God says so. Yeah. I don't know. Man, it would be again, so hard but not again, to respond a, differently. But <laughs> you said those were social norms. Those weren't biblical commanded norms. Right. Then. So yes. he would not still be doing anything that went against Levitical right. law or... Right. He's not, he's not defiling himself in any way. Right. As a matter of fact, he's defiling himself even less because he's not shaving the four corners of his face, his right. head, his beard, and stuff like that. Right. So he's kind of one-upping the priests in this by not taking advantage of the situation to become unclean. That's true. Even though the Lord says it's fine, like in extreme circumstances, he's not even going to do it. But I can't find out how, how that relates. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So um, he responds faithfully like and does what God says. Um, but is the commentator says like such an unnatural response to death immediately arrests the attention of his, of his audience. They readily inquire as to the meaning of these actions as Ezekiel's entire life has been a testimony to the exiles. We should remember that our lives should be a testimony to all, uh, for all to Christ. Okay. So, my back hurts, so I'm just yeah. trying to pop it. Sorry. Um, I also have, so in 26, um, he says, on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little bit that, uh, I guess, on that day has kind of eschatological flavor. Eschatological? Yeah, that one word right there. Yeah. Um, it's an expression commonly used words. for some future act of Yahweh associated with the day of the Lord. Um, also kind of an expression frequently linked um not only to the finality of an act of judgment, but also to the vision of hope to follow. Um, so we, we kind of see, um, yes, there is an act of judgment, but but there is hope to follow. We'll see where Ezekiel will provide some of that and, and mm-hmm. um, some of the propheticness of, of where it is going after our intermission and in 25 through, I don't know, um, there's a couple <laughs> chapters there. Um, and then in verse 27, um, he, uh, I got this. Ezekiel's mouth will now be opened, and he will once again yeah. be able to speak. It's kind of a big deal, right there. Um, um, this means that um, well, he was not allowed to, uh, to intercede in the beginning of his ministry, but um, now that the d- destruction has taken place, his ministry is is probably going to change course. Um, and so this is kind of one of those those opportunities because uh, he can now begin to speak, um, and hopefully. Um, from my understanding, as, as we get deeper, some of that speaking will be of restoration and renewal. Uh, once again, having some of that prophetic nature of um, what's going to happen and in those other podcasts that, that talk about the New Testament. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those Others, other podcasts. Other podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, and then that, that's all I got. Yeah. And then, although I love how it always in Ezekiel, so that they will know that I am the Lord. I love how... That's just repeated so much through Ezekiel where um, sometimes we hear judgment, judgment, but um, sometimes it's because they have not been, um, they do not know um, that he is the Lord or not taking him seriously. And, and why is all this happening? Well, so that they will know that I'm the Lord. Like yeah. there's still that relational aspect in there. Like, And that was kind of interesting that um, the one of the commentaries, I can't remember which one, kept talking about how like these events solidify and prove Ezekiel as a prophet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, it, it is, like, because of that, that, like, um, they will know that the Lord is God, right. like, the, who he is, because, it, like, he'll be, I'm sorry, my kid is, like, 
singing outside the door and I'm like <laughs> distracted. But yeah, it, uh, it's because of like all the stuff that's coming true. It will solidify him as prophet, but also prove the Lord to be who he says he is. Right, right. So, yes. All right. Yeah. Did we make our one hour and two minutes? Um, or did we lose in like five minutes ago? No, no, no. We got some time left, but we got like 11 minutes left. Okay. So we should probably just... Yeah. Yeah. So Kind of wrap it there. And then I'll definitely clean up the card. Okay. And, <laughs> and, I, and I think one, one of the commentaries I read that is that um, chapter 25 comes after chapter 24. Um, so since we did chapter 24 this week... I'm pretty sure in the Hebrew, um, chapter 25 comes after that. And that. Man, you're a scholar. You're like a Hebrew scholar. I, know, <laughs> you know, I don't have my doctorate. They should just give it to me. You know? Uh-huh. I'll write one up for you. All right, good I can find the paper. Okay. <laughs> well, you're going to get a new um, Apple computer, so I'm sure you can come up with something. Yeah, we got a printer. All fancy-dancy there. Got a printer. The one I'm getting is probably not even close to this. Uh-huh. Um, that one's crazy. He says as he points to his work computer. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's it has like 32 gigs of RAM. Or something crazy. Are you see what? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Dang. It's like a $5,000 computer. Oh, my god! Don't steal my computer. I'm afraid to look at it. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, don't look anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, cool. Yep. We'll see, see you next, next week. Yep. Actually, what? we'll never what? see you. But... What? what he said. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>